Sport on on SAFM. Okay, let's now talk about the big rugby story of this past weekend. Uh, some some might have heard it. We did touch on it a bit on the SAFM Sports Bulletins last week, but it has happened now. Siako Lisi has officially left the Stormers, and we are joined on the line by freelance sports reporter Simnika Kabanisa just to give us more on this move. And then, excuse me, after that, we're going to speak to the Western Province Rugby Football Union President, also about Siakolisi leaving the Stormers. Sim, good evening, and thank you very much for speaking to us on SAFM tonight. How's it, How's it? How you doing? No, I'm fine, thanks. Sim, I first read the story of Siakolisi leaving the Stormers in the City Press. You wrote a, a, a piece about it. But in the beginning, Sim, was it really thinkable, or did it seem far-fetched that Sia would eventually leave Western Province? Um, it's probably... Probably a bit of both. Um, I say I say unthinkable because of his history with the you know with the union. Given that he went straight there from you know from from you know from from high school, and then basically he was you know I mean you you think of Sia, you it, it's weird you don't you don't really think of Port Elizabeth, which is where he's from. You really think of Cape Town. You know that's that's <laughs> that's how that's how heavy the link has you know, has always been. But it was easy to believe simply because um obviously with the with the consortium that was trying to, to buy I think fifty one percent of um of Western Province at the time, um because of how many people sort of were you know were linked to Sia himself and how many people would have wanted to see Sia sort of as part of you know as as the face of you know of the consortium almost. So the moment the you know the deal that that the attempted sort of equity deal with Western Province failed and then they took you know they took their interest and attention and money to to Durban, you then could obviously see that happening because obviously for them it was a big thing to have someone like Sia as the face of of their consortium at, you know, you know, wherever it, it was that they invested their money. So if MVM had been successful in buying a stake in Western Province, CIA would have likely stayed then? Yeah, pretty much. Um, I mean, my understanding, again, you know, what you understand sometimes as a journalist isn't always necessarily the... <laughs> the absolute truth but <laughs> my understanding was that um CIA was a, a negotiating condition in terms of MVM holdings you know buying into you know into into the sharks you know basically the fact that he was going to come over that's that's my understanding of 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 one of their conditions in terms of what they wanted you know from the sharks so so so, so yes that that MVM holdings actually managed to buy that stake in Western Province, in all likelihood, Sia would have stayed. Because also, I mean, Sia's got everything there. He's got his house, he's got his family. Um, you know, this move now raises questions of things like, you know, will he move his family? You know, um, and, and, and that almost, rely, you know, relies entirely on how long he's, he's going he's gonna to be in Durban for, how much longer is he going to play for, because also you've seen there's a fair bit happening for Sia off the field these days. Mm. So if I understand you correctly, then MVM were buying into the Stormers because of the attraction of a, of a book captain. Look, not, not, not necessarily. I don't think that was the only reason. Um, they had their reasons, but mm-hmm. because they had one or two people in, in the setup, those one or two people, I forget the one, you know, the one, the one, the one name of the, of the guy who knew Sia from his, his, his gray, gray high. Vincent Mike. In, yeah, in, 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 in Port Elizabeth. So mm-hmm. there was him. 
and then there was the you know the the, the, the rock nation sort of sport um uh, present which is michael yormark um so you know they had two people in the consortium that were you know that that, that had a, a close link um yes there was you know it, it, it made sense for them to to to, to, to sort of um you know, to tie it in with SIA, but I don't necessarily think the only reason they wanted to buy into Western Province was with SIA. Mm-hmm. It, 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 you know, that was that was almost um, sort of a sweetener, as it were. And just remind us, why did the deal with the Western Province rugby fall through? Well, the, you know, to to be able to say that would, you know, if if I were to to, to give you to to say this this is this is why I think it didn't happen, it would be to assume that Western Province um, sort of were communicative about why they didn't seem interested in the um, in in the deal. But anyway, what came out of the the media briefings, you know, or the interviews, you know, in private in, in some cases, was that you know um, MVM Holdings was not the only the only sort of would be equity holder in, in Western Province. So they were not the only option that Western Province had in terms of teaming up with someone for, for equity. And then over and above that, I think the most important one was obviously the the shareholding of fifty one percent, because Western Province um, sort of got, got in a in a bit of a flat spin in terms of they wanted these guys to, it felt a little like they wanted these guys to invest to the tune of, um, I think, what, $6 million or whatever it was, um, but not be in control of rugby matters. They wanted to be, you know, they wanted to be a minority shareholder mm. and still kind of like hold the shots in terms of the rugby. And then over and above that, I think there was also this, 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 this talk that six million dollars, which is about ninety million or whatever, ninety million rand, was too little, which I found incredible. You know, given that the deal was happening, you know, a with the provincial union that's deeply in debt, one, and b, um, it was happening during COVID times, and so for someone to to kind of say, oh, ninety million is, you know, is not enough. There's always been claims that that ninety million was a loan. Um, from what I understand, that's not the truth. Um, you know, that that wasn't a loan; it was money that was going to be, it was cash that was going to be invested into into Western Province, which would have taken care of one or two, you know, debts, as it were. So then, what's there to gain at the Sharks that Sia could not find at the Stormers or in Western Province? Well, the the, the big question mark is: um, Do Western Province? As a union, have you know what? What all of this? Remember, they they got into that um, into that deal with Investec, mm. which they got out of. They got into a deal with Flight, which is a loan deal with Flight. Got the money, from what I understand, and then they try to get out of that. And there's talk, um, sort of not not verified talk of um, of of them trying a, a, a similar deal with somebody else. And Flight is you know had had had, had announced they they intend to sue them for for reneging on on the deal that they had if you're sitting as a springbok who earns an awful lot of money um and 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 you're sitting and you're watching that a the union for which you play is is basically broke i mean when i say basically broke i mean in terms of cash flow broke because obviously whenever you talk to western province they'll always tell you about the land that they have which is worth i don't know um, about 500 million rands or whatever it is and so they always you know they'll always have the land to fall back on in terms of in terms of you know how much money do they really have but in terms of 
solid cash flow. Um, they, you know, they they scraping like you know, like like pretty much everybody else in South Africa. And so, if you're a top name Springbok and you're sitting around and you're watching that, I'm not sure you're going to stick around. Especially remember last year because of COVID, there were pay cuts. Um, you know, if you you know, all all the unions that or franchises that seem to be better sorted out in terms of their finances, I think have since gone back and sort of, you know, put back, you know, stop the um stop the pay cuts. But you know, you have to ask, you know, are are places like Worcester Province able to do that? And so you will jump, you know, you will jump you, you here you are, you're a Springbok who's just won the World Cup or whatever it is, and you should be cashing in. You know, this is when you should be cashing in and you're staying at a place that's um, that's basically in debt. How's that going to help you sort of cash in? I think that's the questions that guys are asking themselves now. I would think you would go overseas to try and cash in. What's that? I'm saying I would think players would try and move overseas now to try and make as much money as they can. So clearly there's yeah, more, lots and, of money coming to the Sharks. And that's the thing. I mean, you 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 look at the sharks. Um, you look at the sharks. The sharks. The sharks have got are basically now on the level of the bulls in terms of how much financial investment they have behind them. And frankly, if the sharks don't work, or if the bulls don't work, because you know, not not everyone can. You know, not absolutely every player you have in South Africa is going to play for just those two franchises because they basically run by billionaires. Um, you know, there's always a French club that wants a Stephen Kitsoff for. I mean, these guys, when they go from South Africa, they can earn anything up to 20 million rand a year. Uh, <laughs> for, for, so, so, I mean, look, they, those guys don't exactly not have options. And so if you're trying to hold on to those guys and you're broke, it's going to be quite tough. Okay, if you've just joined us, we are speaking to sports reporter Simnikir Kabanisa just about Sia Kolisi leaving the Stormers is believed to be headed to the Sharks. The story was, well, I read it first in the City Press a couple of weeks ago, even a couple of months ago uh, from uh, the gentleman that we're speaking to now. We've got a couple of voice notes here. Good evening, everybody. This is Itumilian from Middleburg. Uh, I'm very glad that uh, we are going to be talking about the Sia Kolisi situation. Personally, I feel like as a black man, he was never going to be allowed to be the Western Province leading um, record uh, appearance maker. There's just no way. I feel like there's just no way. And he's, what, five behind Skaldberger? I mean, he could have just stayed one more season, right? They could have allowed him, the Western Province uh, could have allowed him to stay one more season. So it's it's really disappointing that uh, even, till, even till today, you know, there's still a touch of racism and rugby. Thank you very much. Evening there, member Tudanya from Milan. Can you please just take us the, the move of Siakodis moving to Sharks? Is it because of the rumor or the fact that Jay-Z bought a stake at Sharks now they want him close since he's also under his agency? Thanks. Tabi, so hi. So, um, Jay-Z being the owner of Rock Nation, um just a curiosity does he have any inclination of what's happening with sia and all that and secondly do you like the fact that port elizabeth was so you know looked down upon as in who would have thought sia's from port elizabeth you're from pe aren't you Tabiso? so am i um let's not allow them to dis pe that way um, but yeah, thanks, Mark. <laughs> I don't even think he's dissing PE because he's from King 
Sim, where are you from? King Williamstown. Hey, is he there? I grew up. I grew up in Bisha, which is basically Easy. yeah, which is basically New York, King Williamstown, I guess. You see, so I don't know about. Look, I mean, I don't know about dissing Port Elizabeth. Um, at the end of the day, this is this is a commercial move for for Usia. You know, it, this is very simple. We like. I think sometimes we like we like conspiracy theories as 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 a people. Look, Usia is 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 hot property in terms of you know in terms of the rugby world. He is the first black captain ever to lift the, the World Cup trophy, the first South African, you know, the black South African captain to do it. Um, you know, if, for him to, to sacrifice all of that to go to PE, where the franchise was liquidated just a few months ago, I'm sorry, um, it makes absolutely no commercial sense. You know, he's, his kids aren't going to eat loyalty when they grow up, when he can't play anymore. And there's no guarantees about what's going to happen in his life. We like, we like kind of like, you know, sitting around and saying people have got to have this blind loyalty to, you know, to, 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 to entities that are basically not working out. I mean, if you look at, at PE situation right here, right now, it's, it's, it's not exactly, you know, a great, a great place to go to. It would make absolutely no sense, no financial sense, no commercial sense, no career sense, because where are you going to play in the Curry Cup? first division, which is below the, the top division that you're going to play in South Africa. You know, people got to ask those basic questions and not go with the emotion of, oh, yeah, but, you know, if, if he is leaving Cape Town, then that's the first place you should go to. It doesn't quite work like that. This is, you know, this is the real world. And the fact that they wouldn't let him break Skull Beggar's record? No, it's the biggest lot of nonsense. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I, I, I shouldn't have answered it that way. Um, but I don't understand how that that comes into it. Like I said, if 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 MVM Holdings had 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 bought into Western Province, Sia wouldn't have gone anyway. Um, the only thing that necessitates that Sia move is the fact that they've bought into into the Sharks. Well, that's that's the most significant part of of, of the whole thing. And so to say that uh, it, it, it was a it was a racist thing to stop him from breaking Scott Blaver's records. I'm I I'm sorry. The the, the my sense has always been that the regard in which Sia has been held at Western Province has been nothing short of the highest. Um, no, it's, we, again, we're going back to conspiracy theories that are completely unfounded. I mean, I, I find it impressive that someone can go and look up the, the records of Sia Polisis versus Skulk Berger and then come up and say, oh, this is why he really left. Uh, that's, that's impressive. Okay, and Sim... We've, we've spoken now about the money issues. Uh, oh, people asked about Jay-Z. You touched on it earlier on, but do, do you, they're asking if Jay-Z had an influence in this because uh, CIA is signed by Rock Nation. You know, it's a, again, um, Rock Nation has not bought a stake into, you know, um, has not bought a stake um, at, at the Sharks. That's not true. What has happened is, as part of the consortium, as part of the consortium that has has bought um, equity at the Sharks, there is one person who is who basically works at Rock Nation Sports, who is the guy who is guiding Sia's career. Let me say mostly off the field in terms of the guy that comes up with the ads, the DSTV ads, and the whatever ads that you want to throw into it. Um, I'm sorry, I've, I've mentioned the wrong words. No, there, right? I feel the same way about those ads. Yeah, so, so 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 what I'm saying is, what I'm trying to say is, um, 
that guy is there in his individual capacity. He's not there for, you know, for, for Rock Nation. But what Rock Nation will do is what they basically are going to help the Sharks as a brand. So that's a consultancy. So it's not that um, Rock Nation has actually bought um, a percentage of, you know, of, of, of the Sharks. That's, that's not the fact. But the fact that you've obviously got, you know, one or two individuals that are linked to Rock Nation, it makes it, it makes it make sense that, you know, Sia would then, you know, would, would, would then go there, doesn't it? It's not official, but, you know, they would like to see him there because he's their marquee signing from, you know, just after the, the 2019 World Cup. And before we speak to the president of Western Province Rugby, playing-wise, Sim, is it the right move for him? Playing what? Playing-wise, on the field of play, is it the right move for Sia to go to the Sharks? Um... I, I, in a strange way, I think it is. Um, if, if you've watched Usia over the last uh, sort of year since, you know, let's say post um, post World Cup and post COVID, he's, he's looked nothing like the player we know. And and yes, a lot of it is down to A. Um, I think he got injured twice in that time, and then B. There's been COVID, which has prevented guys from being able to, you know, prevented guys from being able to train the same way they would, and you know, it's affected the level of the rugby, et cetera, et cetera. You've heard those arguments, and then C. I think also the other thing, you know, the third thing would be that uh, um, he's also been quite busy off the field. Mm. Um, a. Be it with food parcels during COVID or you know, obviously all these commercial um, endorsements that he's had to pay attention to. You put all those three things together all, and, and all you can see is a player that's not playing as well as he can. And I think at Western Province, he probably was in such a comfort zone that nobody was going to tell him that, listen, you need to pick to pick yourself up now. Going into a new environment, he needs to prove himself as a player almost all over again. You know, there's big talk about, you know, the captaincy, um, you know, is it going to be a thing now, the captaincy between him and um, and Lukanya Arm? Mm. Is it going to be, you know, there's there's all those questions that are, you know, there's, there's new questions around him, let me put it that way, okay. which to me basically means new motivation and therefore hopefully him getting back to the player we know. Okay, Simnigo Kabanisa, thank you for speaking to us. Let's leave it there. Freelance sports reporter, you can read his articles in the City Press. We'll speak to Western Province Rugby up next. Leading sport stories of the day on SAFM. Us on the line now, President Zeltma Ray. Good evening and thank you for speaking to us on SAFM tonight. And happy birthday, President. Hello, Tabisa. Um, good evening to you. Thank you very much. And a good evening to the listeners out there. It was good speaking to you again. Thank <laughs> you. Thank, a, you for finding, thank you for finding time to speak to us on your birthday. We appreciate it. And your pleasure. President, was it a tough decision here to let go of a Siakolisi? It was an extremely, extremely tough, um, Tabisa. We actually did everything in our power to retain Siakolisi. We actually made an unprecedented offer to him and of course we 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 we, we couldn't have done better in terms of what we've offered to him in order to stay in the cape as you know his roots is deeply here in in the cape we we brought him down here as a young boy of 19 years and we set him up for life here did everything we went out of our way and, and 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 we never thought 
for that. But of course, as you know, the world of, of professionalism today is yeah, you, you, you can't keep anybody probably probably at a fixed place in anymore. So so it's all dependent on him. And we're very sad that we had to say farewell to, to CR. We sincerely hope that he could come back to us sometime again to us because Cape Town is his home. This is where he found his rugby and where Lintus and where we, we laid the foundation for him to become one of the greatest players in, in the world. So very sad for us. So I guess if that's the case, then he asked to leave, President? Um, yeah, yes, he did, he did ask. I, I don't want to get into the nitty gritties. Um, as, as, as your uh, um, a previous um, um, caller said about his agent being very linked to it, so one, one could draw the assumption that maybe that was part of the package for the shareholding in the Sharks. Yeah, and if you've tried everything, did he give reasons as, as why he really wanted to move? No, no reasons given to us. No, no, no reasons at all. Could it have been money? Uh, as I said, we made him unprecedented offer, offer, and I don't think it's about the money because he's probably, from all his other commercials, he's probably making enough money at the mm. moment. In this. So, so it can't be about the money. <laughs> and how long had the negotiations or the talks been going on for President? For, for, for CR? No, it, it's, it's been going on for the last two, two three weeks, even a bit, bit longer also. We've all, always told him, we've actually said from last year already, that we want to retain them. I probably in the record that said that that we want to keep him at least for the next two World Cups at least. So so we wanted him to be in because he's become part of the fabric of Cape Town. He's part of the DNA of the organization. And and it's become very difficult for us to to just take this this DNA out, out of the whole circulation. Mm. And and because he's such a loved person, you would have seen, I mean, if we go back to the World Cup parade, there was no other city bigger in terms of audience that he drew out yet bigger than any, maybe even global city, actually, with the crowd. I mean, it even surpassed my expectation, the massive fan base that we've got down here in the Cape. Yeah, so in that case, what do you lose in a Sea Colisi then? Someone um, that you've I, invested so much in. Yes, I mean, we invested heavily in him. Yeah, as I said, we, we did everything in, in, in our power to, to, to do it. But, but of course, um, it's his choice at the end of the day, and we don't want to stand in the way for him, actually, to progress further in life. And, and and we want to wish him well to to the city, and 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 we want to still see him actually taking this country even to to, to great heights, and hope that, that that the tour of the British Islands maybe still go ahead in some form or the other that they can lead the country to success still. So no hard feelings. Um, I won't say hard feelings, but disappointed. How disappointed? Very disappointed. Yeah. What about the issue of the transfer fee now? Um, I, I don't want to go into the confidentiality of, of, of stuff. Can we, can we pass that? I mean, as a normal standard practice, mm. if there's any release of any player prior to its expiration of contract, as you see as it happens in soccer, or happens in any professional sport, mm. there, there, there should be some compensation attached to it. So can we just leave it? Over? I mean, it's not something abnormal. Yes, yes. and just to confirm, his contract was ending later this year in October. And, yeah, the end of October, correct. So then does it mean that the decision to release him early from his contract, it means that you're getting a transfer fee at least? Um, as, as, as I said, it's, it's standard practice for the early release. Yeah, the, the, the transfer fee has to be paid on it. Is it true yeah. that it's one million rand? Um, I, I don't want to go into, the, into the, the thing. I mean, if we were so easy like in soccer to publish these numbers, so maybe <laughs> from a world rugby point of view, if we get that permission to discuss 
people's remuneration in the public domain. I'm, I'm, I'm all open for, for, for disclosure and openness and transparency because sometimes your position goes with, with the territory. It's like a CEO. He is a CEO and his salary must be disclosed in the financial statement. No, that's fine. That's fine, President. Actually, even in the PSL, we don't get, we don't get told about the transfer fee, so we so we do understand. But are you expecting a transfer fee, though? Maybe you can just confirm that, yes or no? Yeah, yeah no, no, we are definitely expecting a transfer fee. Okay. And there's been a lot of talks over the past few months that you might be losing some of your top players because the union doesn't have money. How do you respond to that? Um, no, no. All the, the players, and it's all committed. I think the, the whole issue about the money is sometimes probably far, far, far stretched in a way. Mm. Um, Western Province Rugby Union, as you know, in the structures, you've got the professional arm, you've got the union, and the union is, is the one that actually invested um, since the 2019 about in excess of about 85 million right into the professional arm. And, mm. and, and a lot of that money was initially even put in there to retain all, all, all the top players. And I think if the union wasn't so committed into their players, then we would have had no World Cup today in South Africa. And, and I think we, we don't get the praise for the investment that we did in the top players in, in, in SNC. And also a lot's been said about your decision not to accept the offer from MVM Holdings. Uh, what, for you, what was the reasoning for that, President, as Western Province? Um, I mean, let us speak in terms of, of the, the, the the real facts on on the thing on on the on the on the thing. It, it wasn't a decision on on my side. Although at the end of the day, I, I'm leading the organisation, so all the flack will always come on me. That the, everything was thoroughly debated, discussed, both executive committee and our clubs, hundred clubs being the ultimate shareholders. So what happened? Although there was this number put there in the meeting phase, and as you know, the 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 the, the offerer. Was, was actually uh, parading the deal in the media all the time. Mm. Now, I heard you speak about the Sharks. It will be good for us even to see actually what was the terms of investment in the Sharks. But let me tell you the facts, actually. One third of that amount was, was, was to acquire the equity mm. in the business, right? The two thirds would have been a loan to the business. So you can see it, is, um, um, it, it doesn't basically... Then the union had a big investment also in the company, and they initially wanted that investment to be written off. Now, that investment belongs to the 100 clubs and schools. Now, you can't write off money that belongs to your constituent bodies in terms of that. And especially when somebody says it's not about the money, it's about caring for the people. So he says, so you draw your own conclusion from that. You see, we, we then said, like, we can, we can negotiate, but and eventually, of course, he did agree that we keep keep the, the investment of the clubs in, in the profit because that was the hard earned money that they put into it because they had to carry on, on, on actually bonding things to put us in there to, to retain it. So that was eventually agreed. But, and, and, and the principle was, we said we can give 49%, we can go to 50%, but he was very adamant to go, he wanted 51% of the business okay. in it. And we said, but the constitution of us and the clubs didn't want to give up the, the control because we took it to all the, the club structures. Mm. And we said, Let, let's work towards it because he did promise he's going to make us lots of money in terms of that. Of course, we were excited and we know the American market is very lucrative, a great market, and we wanted it to be. And despite the, the clubs and the figures, I still tried to, to convince him, please stay, stay on. And we did meet here in Cape Town. We had a good meeting. We even hugged each other. To it, and I thought had a follow up meeting on the Monday again. We were with him on the tell, and and we told them we let's work out because we nobody knew 
what the true value of the business was. Remember, we were going to COVID. There was uncertainty. Mm. We need to put all the facts in. So it was, it was a moving target. And you're buying actually into future profits. And you didn't want to undersell the value of the business. You wanted to make sure because you don't want to go down the line for this listen year, but we really undersold it. And we needed to be certain. We were going into Pro 60 as a completely different market. The commercial numbers changed completely in terms of it. And, 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 and we had an investment team working in this case. This is, and as you know, even up to now, we didn't expect a second wave to hit us. So all these numbers start, start changing the uncertainty of the British Irish Lions store because it's all linked to our growth. And, and I think in, 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 and we said, please be patient, but, 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 but we will because he, he was very, because he even said actually, he don't want to invest any other place. The Cape, the Cape Town is the most vibrant when it comes to the numbers. Remember, we're sitting here. With the biggest contingent of rugby place in the world in the Western Cape. There's no other place in terms mm. of concentration of numbers. And if we put the Eastern Cape together, we're sitting with 80% of the rugby play. So your, your, your Eastern Cape and your West and, and your Cape Town, they should be your primary rugby franchises in South Africa. It just makes economic sense yeah. from a talent sense of view on the EP. And that is the reality that we need to stay in the face, actually. And South Africa can appeal even on a government. To, to start pushing this in a way, actually, because we, 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 if, if, if we go back, the Eastern Cape's rugby is the most richest in South Africa, going on a long way. But somehow the area has been neglected in the way. I know there's been issues and challenges in, in terms of, but I think we from the Cape are prepared to partner the Eastern Cape to, to get them into the former grades also going forward. Okay. And finally, President, how disappointing is it to lose Seattle to a local franchise? Um, it is very disappointing on it. Yeah, I mean, it, it is. I mean, we we just wish him all the best. We just hope that he can can fit into the new environment. It's a new culture. Everything is different to him. It's going to mean new friends. He's, he's, he's going to build up. His family is going to be uprooted. And we just hope that the transition will be very smooth for him. On the same thing, and we and we and we wish him all the best. And 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 and, and we and we pray to actually that he can still come play his last years back in the KPRB before he hangs up his boots. The door is always open. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, absolutely. President. Thank you very much. Well, seems like you have taken it with a lot of uh, grace or dignity. I don't know what's the right word to use, but I would be so upset if I lost the book captain and my captain to another local franchise. But uh, the Stormers or Western Province Rugby say they tried. They tried everything they could, but so yeah, wanted to move. And if a man wants to move, then a man wants to move. And he's also explained uh, the reason why they did not partner with MVM Holdings in that deal. They didn't feel that it was the benefit was to the benefit of Western Province Rugby and the and and the clubs and everybody who basically um, is involved with Western Province Rugby and they were not going to be desperate and just take the move and uh, MVM then went to the Sharks and the Sharks took the move. They I, I remember reading uh, the CEO Edward Kutzia's interview saying that they didn't even think twice about it. They just jumped on on the offer there.